Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam. Super excited to be chatting with you guys this week. Um, I'm in the process of kind of exploring and getting myself back in order. Um, Things have been a bit shaky for a lot of reasons. Um, That's life in general. But I'm super excited because there's a lot of opportunity, um, even with adversity. And, you know, my last episode talking about the end, obviously things are going to um, come to a place where there's change. There's change that's going to be needed to be action basically behind change. And, um, you know, sometimes that results in things no longer functioning the way that it originally functioned. And it requires you to just reshift, regroup and identify a better way of navigating things. And so one of the key things in being able to stay afloat, if you will, is you want to stay agile. You want to be able to um, tap into resources or into um, areas in which you can be able to, you know, elevate yourself and in, in educate yourself and be a student to life, especially when you're hitting really, really hard, hard times. Um, asking for help is the best thing you can possibly do because the reality is we do, we're not prepared um, to come into this world and have everything we need. Like that's impossible. Those things are gained through life, through insight, through navigating things. And it's a process. It takes a while um, and it's definitely not easy. It's definitely not something that you can gain really quickly. Um, It's going to require a lot of work on your end, but it is beyond worth it. And in this episode, I wanted to talk about having a breakthrough. But before I get into that, please check out everythinginme.com and check out um, at everythinginmeig on Instagram and everythinginmefb on Facebook. Um, A lot of stuff are going up on there. You'll see my videos. You get to see my face and um, anything that I kind of have to say regarding whatever is kind of going on at the moment, I do put out recordings there because it's easier for me to to create them. And I think it's great to have a visual so you can see um, my emphasis on certain things and hopefully translating through the screen um, the parts of me that I love to share with the world or anybody who will listen, to be honest with you. I'm super excited to be joining joining this month. Um, This is my birthday month, September 17th, and um, I'm excited to be here. And it also means that we are getting closer to the one-year anniversary of everythinginme.com. A year ago, I launched the website um, in hopes to you know, spread the word, but then also be able to create a community and um, force myself, if you will, to put myself out there in a way that is more valuable and um, easier for, you know, not it's, not it's not always easy for everyone to listen to a podcast, but having content or having maybe workshops and things like that on the website definitely helps um, <clears throat> anyone who may be interested. Excuse me. Um, so yes, yeah, so breakthrough. So let's get into that. Also, don't forget to share, like, comment, um, and rate this this podcast. It means a lot to me. Um, I definitely check out my podcast analytics almost every single day because I'm intrigued by what you guys have to say and what you guys think, and I appreciate it so, so much. Um, so this breakthrough, this breakthrough. Okay, so for the last couple of episodes or in the last couple of weeks, I've been revisiting therapy. I have been going to therapy for more than five years on occasion, and I realized that my journey 
was essentially um, at the time when I started was about making major decisions really, really quickly. And I needed to have someone who was non-biased and understood my motivation and um, the reason being to be able to help me navigate that and make sure that my intentions were good and I was clear in what exactly I was trying to design and do. And I just needed to have the outlet. I needed to have that safe space where I could cry. I could, um, you know, get into the nitty gritty and not feel judged or feel as though this person was going to leave me and abandon me. Um, it was very, very, very necessary for me at a certain point in my life where I needed it really, really bad. Um, thankfully, I have access to it, so it made it a lot easier for me to um, enjoy therapy and. You know, um, through the, the the parts of therapy that I didn't like, I felt safe because the therapist I was working with eventually over the years became my friend and um, made it a lot easier for me to um, be myself. And I definitely grew a lot stronger, a lot stronger because of therapy. And I'm so proud of myself for sticking to it and doing that for myself. I actually had stopped um, going as frequent as as I did prior to um, in the last like two plus years, simply because, you know, COVID hit and it was very challenging to, to schedule because I was doing remote life. And um, I finally revisited, revisited it because um, it was definitely on my to-do list for a while um, more recently. And I'm very happy that I did because it, it basically catapulted me into seeing a psychologist. Um, I was recommended to see a psychologist that could help with more of the core issues. So if you think about life, there are, especially when you get a little bit older, there are certain things that you go through that are time sensitive, that are in your present or in your near future that you have to make certain decisions on, or you're just kind of going through, et cetera, et cetera. As you start to to, to do like some self-evaluation, you'll realize that um, maybe previous to all of this, um, in the background, you've had issues or things in your past that um, have slowly but surely caught up to you and you didn't really understand where they came from, why did they hurt the way that they do, or even memories. I know for me personally, I've definitely, definitely put some some memories in my dark closet and it takes a lot for me to, to extract them. But you don't recognize how your past is um, the foundation that you stand on. And as you could, you know, try to build and, and, you know, evolve, the reality is, is that that foundation that is underneath you um, can be very, very shaky at certain points. And at some point you're going to have to revisit that, that, that past. And my thing was, I wanted to get ahead of it because I realized that I had a lot of anger. I know that's kind of hard to even imagine, but my choice of managing things that I felt defensive about um, was to get super aggressive. And I didn't really like that about myself. I felt like some of the instances in which I have been that way didn't necessarily grant, like that wasn't the best choice. And so because of that, I wanted to, you know, pump the brakes and reassess my motives and the exactly what I was 
trying to accomplish by handling things on that way in that way? And then also, where did that stem from? How did I absorb that? Why did I, why do I use that as my tactic? And that's just one example, but there's other things as far as my mannerism and mechanisms of navigating things. And I just worry, I worry that, you know, I'm not putting my best foot forward. And I know that I'm really hard on myself in general, but it's still nice to know or important to know the parts of you that you're not necessarily um, proud of. Um, where do they come from? What could I be doing differently? What could I be doing better? We all have room for improvement. It takes a while, but I needed help with someone walking me through that in a way that was um, more beneficial for me long-term. And I could repair that foundation. I could heal. I could really heal inside and out and create this almost boundary or barrier where things of this nature didn't impact me the way that it had done previously. So with that being said, (laughs) um, I started my journey with a psychologist and in my third meeting, which was um, this week, I, I had three things that I wanted to discuss. And one of those things was exactly what I was supposed to be getting out of this because our first two interactions Um, I was more about pouring about my life and her just absorbing everything that she could possibly absorb, um, when it came to how I grew up, what I went through, what, you know, happened, what didn't happen, you know, at different parts of my life, really, I was really focusing on the harder times, um, the times that I felt I had to face adversity and I was really trying to make an effort to, you know, get her to understand me. And this third one, I thought it was necessary to kind of visit and say, okay, what's almost like what's wrong with me? (laughs) What's the issue with me? Because the point was to have an opportunity to understand myself in ways that I've never understood myself before. And also to heal and to take charge of the pain points that I know I face. So in that session that we just had, the kind of rule of thumb is try it out three times. And if it doesn't necessarily make sense, then perhaps move on to someone else. So I kind of felt like at this third one, I was like, you know what? I think that if I can't have a breakthrough or something out of this, I don't think it's necessary to spend this time, you know, going down this rabbit hole and not necessarily reaping any benefits or feeling as though um, I feel accomplished or something something I'd done that was beneficial. So I had in mind, you know, figuring out what's the point of this then, because I've never met a psychologist before. And then another thing was to talk about my um, lack of having enough outlets um, for me to feel like I can balance myself or level myself out. And, um, and also to be able to, what was the last one? I can't remember for the last life of me. Um, yeah. So basically more or less, it was trying to figure out, okay, what is the point of this? You know, am I broken? And then also, you know, what can I do to counteract my stress level and the issues that I've been facing as far as being able to manage my, my mood, et cetera, et cetera. So we started discussing about a multitude of different things, and I went into, um, I went into my constant need to get stuff done, not feeling the support that I need in my relationship, 
of being able to assist in that. Um, not necessarily saying that he is unable to support me. It's more of his interest in in doing those things. But um, going into the the whole, you know, rigmarole of to-do list that is never ending, which I have more than enough stuff to do. I always have stuff to do. I've, I feel exhausted. I feel exhausted behind doing that to-do plus having the energy to take care of myself. Um, I felt detached from a person that I once was where I was into making sure that I was taken care of. We went into the culture, um, the Jamaican background that I have and grew up in taking care of yourself or doing things for yourself can, especially when you have other responsibilities, seems as like a taboo, like, oh my gosh, why, you know, you know, why, why are you spending money on your hair or your nails or, you know, going out and doing X, Y, and Z, you should be saving for a car or saving for something else. The concept of saying like, I'm pouring into my cup, um, that doesn't really come up much. I didn't really learn that to my later years. Um, my mom was a very simple person. She never really cared to get her hair done, her nails done. She was very, very simple, very like earthy <laughs> um, per se. Not super like stinky, but more like um, love to be outside, love to garden, love to do all those things. Every Occasionally she would go out, but the her bread and butter was, you know, just outside. I mean, she sat outside all day. She did yard work. That was her outlet. That was her way. Um, so it didn't necessarily look like one that I wanted, but there have been times in my life in which I've been operating at my full potential. I've been extremely proud and excited to, to be who I am and what I've been able to accomplish. And also just like in general, like, you know, just looking and embodying the person that I want to be. So I have been the better version of myself before and, you know, life stages, life happens. So obviously that shifts as you grow, but um, I felt I was getting away from that and I needed to realign and I was trying to find my way back, trying to find my way back or trying to find a better way of operating from that space. So we started talking about my birthday, which is coming up and I have to share with you guys, I don't really care for my birthday. I've never really been super, super excited about it. I've been more excited about other people's birthdays and other people's um, overall like experiences with their birthday and, and celebrating their birthday than I have been for myself. And it's kind of sad because a birthday is a great time to reflect on life. And I struggle with that. I just struggle with accepting or embracing the love that has been shown for me on my birthday. It doesn't feel the same. It feels dry. Um, it doesn't feel like um, warm and fuzzy. It feels just very like mm, neutral. You know, it doesn't matter how you sing the birthday thing. It doesn't matter what I do for my birthday. I just don't really get as excited. And that is a signal to me that something's off. I mean, in a sense, not saying there's something completely wrong with me, but what is it that is blocking or inhibiting me from embracing a celebration in my honor or a celebration of life? So, drum roll. This is where we get to the breakthrough. So this year, um, I have decided, every year I always try to do something. So don't get me wrong. I do try to celebrate it. So I've gone out of town. I've gone on vacation. Um, I've gone to places that I really liked. 
ate at places that I really liked, did the things that I wanted to do. But again, it still has never felt, I don't know, enjoyable per se. Um, And not only just my birthday, but any celebration related to me. And as much as I'd love to do for others, I know that that can't be right. Something's off. Something is there. So we are going through the process of just identifying what am I going to, you know, what does this make me feel, et cetera, et cetera. I decided this year in particular, I'm going to um, redo and create um, a space that I really, really enjoy in my backyard. Now, I have been at this um I've been at this space for this house for seven months. And the main reason as to why I chose this place was the backyard. But we have been unable to really enjoy it. One, because mainly because of the mosquitoes. But two, it's a rather large space, like extremely large, like almost as big as our house. And I tried to tackle designing it from looking at the entire space versus just focusing on the um, like certain sections of the space. So we got a pool and that really, really catalyst everything else because now I'm super excited. I'm super motivated to be able to enjoy the space. Now I have grown to love manicured outdoor spaces. Let me be very specific, manicured, not just yard, like jungle, freaking frack. That doesn't, mm -mm, no ma'am, manicured. It has to be put together. I don't really like, no. So the space currently is pretty open. Doesn't have, has one, I mean, massive tree. Um, You heard my Jamaican accent come out. My pads will come out just now, but it has a huge tree, which had been an obstruction for a very long time. And we recently trimmed it back, um, considerably to be able to allow light in, which allowed it to be a lot more welcoming and open. So I'm super excited. And I finally have decided on a configuration that I really like. Now, as you guys can see, I'm going down this rabbit hole of discussing this design because I really, really enjoy design. I really enjoyed interior design and I am getting into exterior design as well. So I'm doing that for me for my birthday as a birthday gift, where I am designing it from top to bottom. And I'm super, super motivated, super excited because so far so good. Um, I ordered all the things that I basically need for the most part to get the reveal for myself um, done um, by the time my birthday comes. And I'm so excited because I just really felt fell in love with this design again. Um, back in, I don't think, I think I mentioned this to you guys in another episode, but back in high school, right after I got out of high school, actually, I started college. My first degree that I um, went for was interior design, but I dropped it and I switched it for something else for journalism, but, um, always love interior design. I always felt it, it, it to be very important to design a home, design a space that you can really, really enjoy. And that is exactly what I am attempting to do. And I am looking forward to it. But I decided to scale back doing anything fancy because of COVID and just my fears around that and having it, you know, hate very close to home and just being careful and mindful of, you know, what's in your space. But I I'm finally feeling okay with it. So let me really get to the breakthrough. So we're talking about 
this birthday thing. We're talking about birthdays in the past. We're talking about my to-do list. We're talking about all the things that are stacked up, that are happening, that are negative, that are not fueling me. But as I'm talking to her, I didn't really get into the the list that is completed, the stuff that I've I've completely, you know, crossed off. What happened to that list? What happened to the receipts of all of the things that I've been able to accomplish, you know, from my to-do list? And she brings up, well, where were you five years ago? What was it like? Were you in the same space? Did you have the same enjoyment of things? And I certainly wasn't. I was not. It was putting in perspective my history or my track record that allowed me to break because I realized I was so dead set on the next, 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 next. I didn't look at the previous. I never decided to just step back and turn around and say, wow, I did that. That was me. I put in that hard work, that effort, my degrees, my certificates, my hard work in developing programs, impacting lives. I never really take a second to just breathe in my hard work or reap the benefits of the things that I've been able to accomplish, which in turn would affect me being able to feel worthy whenever someone is trying to or is attempting to celebrate my life or celebrate my accomplishments. I never take the time to celebrate or have gratitude of myself for being able to do those things, not enough for me able to feel it. And so that broke me because I am such a go-getter. I'm such a goal-oriented person. I'm such an achiever. That's just something that just makes me excited and happy and motivates me. But not taking the second to say, look what you've done with what you've had and look how amazing that is. Do you remember when you know you you didn't have a car? Do you remember when this happened and you were able to enjoy those things? And you know, it it truly, truly, truly moved me because I felt like, wow, what have I been doing all this time? You know, how exhausting has that have has that been if you you just never take a second to turn around and say, Look at me, look at how amazing I've become with what I've been given. Look how much, you know, effort I put into myself, into my future, into my relationships, into everything. And look what I've overcome. Look what I've avoided. Look what I've, you know, embraced. Look what I've um, turned something into nothing, you know, nothing into something. Just look at that, that view. It's almost like going on a hike and you're so, 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 you know, enamored in, getting through the next phase and these rocky areas and then this river over here, these obstacles that are there, there, there. And you get to the top of the mountain and you don't even look at the view. You turn back around and you start to figure out how do you get back down? How do you, what is that? What is that about? Who does that? Who does that? Sam, me, me, me. So that, that just threw me and oh my goodness, it really, really, just threw me into a loop because I couldn't believe how I I stopped myself from feeling. 
I stopped myself from enjoying that. And I'm a very humble person. I don't, I don't like to say anything or bring up anything of what I've been able to do. I know my worth. I know my skills. I know what I'm good at. I know what makes me happy. I know what I get excited about. I know what I, I'm capable of, but I don't present that as the first thing. And and these are two different things. And that's the part of like, you know, cockiness and confidence. That confidence is different than the cockiness that I'm afraid of, um, you know, intimidating someone else or creating this distance between individuals or just in general people where they're like, I could never do what you've done and you're not greater than me. That's a huge um, reason why I'm even doing this this podcast um, is is to be able to share the ugly truth about a lot of my accomplishments that others see or are aware of because it's not always just glitz and glamour. It's not always you got it on the first try. It's not always the case. I'm still searching for a home 10 years after I started. You know, I've I've put down payments to be able to get my credit pulled when you shouldn't have. I, I'm, I got gypped where I had to, I put money down for that. I put money down for this and it didn't work out. That's $500. I was out and all in, you know, being naive and not really knowing the process and not knowing how it works, you know, putting it in other people's pockets and not knowing. And I'm still not at the place where I'm going to, you know, have the place that I want yet, but I know I will get there. I'm manifesting it as we speak, but, you know, I need people to know and everyone to, to understand that just because my current situation or the things that I've been able to obtain, um, seeing great degrees or um, a job or a car, a nice car, whatever, I was homeless. I was, you know, laid off. I was um, broke in the red, in the red, 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 um, tons of debt. I mean, not in a pretty place, but that adversity and my willingness to say, okay, I'm going to take this L, but this isn't going to be the end of me. This isn't going to be the end of this story. I'm going to continue to fight, continue to go through. I'm going to continue to get through it. That's really what lifted me. That's really what allowed me to persevere because I knew if I decided to, you know, exit and say, oh, well, you know, I tried, blah, 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 blah. Um, I was really going to hurt myself more than help myself. So it's, it's things like that, that I need people to, to really understand and really absorb, hopefully. And it, it does come across as genuine and authentic in this platform. Okay. So now let's get into the, the part two. So this part, um, we're going to talk about how the breakthrough shifted my energy. So when you have um, a breakthrough like that, in which I needed to to see what I haven't been seeing or purposely did not see or you know, kept my head down and pushed through instead of picking it up and looking back and seeing the view or seeing the hard work, um, you, you open yourself up for a lot more um, people to, 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 to be gravitating to you. So after that breakthrough, I become very, very vulnerable because a part of me is, is, 
a wound essentially in me, um, a pain point in me is now open. It's not open and it's being treated properly. And so, you know, I'm still processing this breakthrough. And that day, one of my longtime best friends reaches out to me and says to me, hey, just letting you know, I had another episode. I'm actually going to go see, see therapy. And this is how the universe works. You don't have to say or scream it out to the world or tell Facebook or whatever. That energy is already out. You're, you're, you know, that whole expression, that whole, um, that whole experience is already alive and well. It is now being, you know, out into the universe and others, whoever is necessary, whoever is you know, receiving it will receive it. And she randomly reaches out to me just not even immediately after, but maybe an hour or so after my therapy session. And I was just like, wow, I just had therapy today. And it was such a breakthrough for me. I'm rooting for you. I'm so excited for you because I can't wait. And this is something I've been begging her for years to do. And I'm so proud of her for taking the first step because it is very, very scary to put yourself out there and seek help. And so that's why I encourage everyone to at least try some form of help, whether it be that or a community group or a meetup or something that allows you to have some form of an outlet um, where you can heal and you can explore things of you, you know, parts of you that you haven't necessarily done before in a safe, comfortable, um, semi-uncomfortable space. Because I will tell you this, that I purposely wanted to get uncomfortable because that's where the good stuff are. That's where the stuff that um, you need in order to just be um, the best one of you because it takes the time and the effort. Um, that's where that stuff is. So that's my, I'm purposely going into therapy, looking to, to be broken so that in, in, and broken in a, in a safe place, like I said before, and be healed properly. So, okay. So she reaches out to me and she tells me this and I'm like, wow, like, yeah, that's crazy. You know, did this. And she's like, thank you. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. So we ended that conversation. So I'm going through the day. I'm talking to my partner and I'm like, listen, this is what happened, you know, and I, I'm sharing this with him and also with you guys, because yes, we are all on our own journeys, but we don't know what others are doing to fight their fight and to understand their lives and to um, become more self-aware. So it's important for you to just share, not necessarily threaten, expect, um, you know, force, whatever, whatever you want to call it, but share things like this that you feel comfortable enough to do so um, because it can truly, truly help them. It can truly uplift them and put them in places where they, they feel comfortable and they can win. So it's a part of sharing kind of like your bravery, if you will. I don't like to say that I'm brave because I wasn't really brave doing it, but um, I got through it and that's what mattered. But so that, that I shared that with him. And then I spoke with my sister Rumi and um, she, we got on the topic of therapy and that whole thing. And that's been a consistent um, kind of theme between her and I. And again, that was another thing that we related on and went down this whole <clears throat> excuse me, rabbit hole of just our findings and the things that we're dealing with and the degree in which it makes us feel and what we didn't expect versus what we actually got, et cetera, et cetera. But it was so enlightening to share that piece of my breakthrough and my 
healing that I was currently on and all of those sort of things. So, you know, I, I'm very proud and I feel um, like that piece of me isn't so much um, a, a dark, ugly place anymore. It's a place that there's light starting to peek through. And today um, being the day that it's starting September 1st, it's Wednesday, actually, you guys are going to get this on Friday, but um, it's the first month, the first day of the month for my birthday. And I'm calling it a celebration and it's a celebration. And although it wants to make me emotional because I'm still healing through it, um, I'm just proud of myself. I'm very proud of what I've been able to accomplish and not for you know, others, for others to be proud of me, that's great. But for me to be proud of me is more important. And I'm extremely proud of myself and I'm genuinely proud of myself. And I'm starting to be more comfortable in my progress and in my triumph. And I'm continuing my journey of being able to be um, the best version of myself. And I hope you guys do the same. I really, really, really want that for you. And you have to understand that your journey is going to be completely different. It's not always going to work out on the first try. It's going to take a lot of hard work. But if you're self-aware and you 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 peek in and you start to do the work of saying, okay, these are all the fun stuff about me. These are the stuff I like. And these are the stuff that are really hard to deal with. And you put yourself in a place where you can be vulnerable and you can be broken in order to be healed appropriately um, can definitely, definitely create um, triumph. It can create like victory for you because you're like, yes, I did that. I chose to be there. I chose to show up. I chose to put all the ugly stuff out there. And this person didn't see it as ugly. They saw it as it needed a little tweak, a little bit of a work perspective was, you know, involved. And now I feel really good about it. I feel okay about it. I feel comfortable in my own skin, in my own history, in my own victory. And I'm just, I can't wait to continue to, to go through this life, um, in this, in this space. So I really recommend, you know, you guys finding some sort of outlet and I'm still going through therapy. I go next week and <laughs> who knows what may, may, what may come of that, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting me. Thank you guys for seeing me, hearing me. Um, and I appreciate, you know, every moment that I get to chat with you guys and hopefully you'll follow me on Instagram or Facebook. So that way we can connect on another platform and I'll chat with you guys in my next episode.